What's up, y'all, and welcome back to Found Bites, a game review series. My name is Brian. I'll be your host for the show. If you don't know about us, we're all about testing out and finding small, high-quality video games. This is a podcast that aims to respect your time and money as a gamer and a consumer by sifting through storefronts and sales to find the gems that may be worth your precious resources. But enough about the show. Let's get into our next game. Saturday Morning RPG is the game for this week's episode. So let's jump into the basic information about Saturday Morning RPG. Release dates. Now, the initial release date uh, for iOS was April 2012. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh my gosh, that means this game is years old. And yes, you are correct. But before we get into some of the other release dates, I just want to have an aside about that. Because this represents uh, the major thing that we're doing for this podcast um, at this point it seems like everything that was available on the previous generation like ps4 and xbox one it seems like it's going to be available in perpetuity um, and this is not anything new if you play on pc if you use steam uh, every game on on steam is in perpetuity um, so the games that we're going to provide on this podcast are going to be readily available to you um, so just an aside about that. Now, the other thing is, this game has six episodes. And so 2012 was the release date of the first episode. So the rest of them followed at different times. Also an aside, I do not think this game is available any longer episodically. And it is definitely not available on iOS. And I just checked on uh, Google Play Store. It is also not available there. Uh, April 2012 on iOS then uh, June of 2013, it was released on Android. It was actually deemed a launch game for the Ouya. And then in September 2013, it was released on PC. Then we jumped to January of 2016, and it had a release on PS4 and Vita. And then April of 2018, it finally came to Switch. This is not available, as far as I can see, on Xbox console. The releases... Uh, in 2016 on PS4 and Vita and in 2018 on Switch came with limited run physical copies. PS4 and Vita copies were just the game uh, in a box, but uh, the Switch one in 2018 uh, actually came with a full-on collector's edition. Uh, it had action figures and um, stickers and all kinds of fun things. I actually bought that. Interesting relationship here with limited run. As we talk about the developer and publisher, Mighty Rabbit Studios is the developer and publisher. Um, so what's interesting about this relationship is that Mighty Rabbit Studios was a studio that evolved from something called Joystick Labs, which I think was some kind of uh, a gathering of developer talent, try to get some like-minded people together and create some cool things. One of the things that came out of it was Mighty Rabbit Studios, the publisher and developer, also, Limited Run came out of that. So, Limited Run and Mighty Rabbit Studios are essentially one and the same. So, it's no surprise that this game had two limited runs. 
uh, one in 2016 for the release on PS4 and Vita, and the other in 2018 for the release on Switch. Had some trouble finding out the original MSRP. I definitely could not find out how much the individual episodes cost, uh, but I don't think that's really relevant anymore since you can't get it episodically. So for six episodes, the uh, MSRP was around $19.99. This game is a Vita cross-buy game. Big shout out to Vita. Limited Run is a big lover of the Vita. This does have a platinum trophy, uh, but it is a shared trophy list. So you cannot get it uh, twice for playing it on Vita and uh, PS4. Runtime of the game, if you're just playing through the story, through all six episodes, it's going to take you maybe five to seven hours. Um, if you want to do everything, whether you want to go for the platinum trophy or you just want to do all the cool things, uh, it's going to take anywhere between 15 and 20 hours. Still pretty manageable. Uh, for me, I bought this game super on sale for $2.99. Oh my goodness, is there jam-packed value here. And I just checked my PS4 time. I put in just about 20 hours, and I did get the Platinum Trophy. Um, and I, again, started it on Vita for this show. Unfortunately, there's no shared trophy list, so you'll have to take my word for it that I'm playing it on Vita because it's not tracking trophies. In terms of how I found out about this game, this game was recommended a while back by Colin Moriarty who is currently the host of Sacred Symbols, a PlayStation podcast. But before that, he was a founder of Kind of Funny. And then before that, he was a longtime host of uh, IGN's Podcast Beyond uh, that did a lot of PlayStation stuff. I believe he was at Kind of Funny when he recommended this game, or at least he was talking about it. Colin Moriarty is definitely a name that you're going to hear a lot on here in terms of recommendations. Uh, so just stay tuned for that. Alright, let's talk about some gameplay here. So Saturday Morning RPG is an RPG, you may have guessed that. It is a turn-based role-playing game. Uh, in terms of difficulty, in the menus you can set the level scaling of enemies, which I think is very interesting. Uh, good accessibility options, you can set it to scale with the player, you, as you level up, so it kind of uh, goes off of uh, how you're progressing. You can have it scale to recommended so if you're hopping around in different episodes which you can do uh, once you beat them you can you can hop back um, it'll scale to recommended means like oh you should be at this level in this episode so it'll scale enemies that way and then lastly is scale to level so you can actually pick what level the enemies are so if you want you can put the enemies at level one the whole game if you just want to uh, fly through for the story uh, this game has a very unique battle system first of all action commands I love action commands in turn-based RPG. It's something that makes the game so much more lively. Uh, in a lot of old-style turn-based RPGs like Final Fantasy, you find yourself just like clicking what your characters are going to do and then sitting there waiting and watching it happen and waiting for your turn to come back up. With action commands, basically you can, while your player is attacking, uh, you can hit an action command at a certain time and if you do, it'll do more damage or you might get a critical hit. 
It's also the same when you're defending. When the when an enemy is attacking you, if you hit the button at the right time, you'll get reduced damage. It also has mini games for each attack that you do. And it's going to vary depending on what the item is. So some of them will have a slider that goes back and forth and you have to hit it at... There's like a zone you want to hit it in and then there's a specific spot in the zone that'll get you the, the critical hit or the best hit. Um, others are like tapping or things like that. So while you're in battle, you're not just choosing what you do, but you're actually very involved uh, in what's going on. Some of these aspects do involve uh, the touchscreen. Like I'm using the touchscreen on the Vita. Um, on the PS4 controller or the PS5 controller, you're using the touchpad. I don't know what it's like on PC. I would imagine you're just moving the mouse. There's also an interesting thing, speaking of touching the screen, um, at the beginning of battle, you're actually, quote unquote, scratching stickers. And you will have five stickers that are ready to scratch. And the goal is to scratch all of them for bonuses in battle before time runs out. Once you're in battle, the battle menu consists of three options. You can do a melee attack uh, that does have a mini game, just like a slider. Uh, and then you have to hit it at the right time. Uh, there are special attacks or magical attacks. Um, and those are based on the items that you have equipped. So you can have five different ones and then charge. So like I said, for melee, it's just a simple slider mini game. The specials, the five items that you can uh, choose before you battle, can vary greatly. Some of them are ranged attacks, some of them are melee attacks, some of them hit singles, some of them hit multiple enemies, some of them are buffs for you, like a defense buff, and some of them are for healing. Uh, and each one of them, very unique to the item, has a specific number of charges that can be used per battle. This is where strategy certainly comes into play because you don't want all items that have only one charge because then you're going to find out that you're going to be using melee attack for most of your battle. Um, and this also includes items that heal you and buff you. They have a specific number of charges, so you have to kind of ration depending on how difficult the battle looks. Each of these items will have three different attributes, uh, power, speed, and accuracy. And they're displayed in the menu, and we'll talk about the menu in a little bit, uh, in a certain number of stars. So there are five stars, so some of them are two, some of them are three, some of them are two and a half. So power is how much damage they're gonna do, accuracy, how often they're gonna hit, and then speed, it's how quickly that the attack will get done. And this leads into how the turn order is displayed at the top of the screen when you're in battle while you're sitting there waiting it'll show you the order of who's coming next so you can kind of strategize uh, and the last option is the charge option within uh, the charge menu there are three different options for how to charge your character charge means uh, you're going to add in a multiplier for your attack so kind of has that arcadey feel so for the three options for charging the first is just tapping the x button as fast as you can in a certain amount of time uh, the second is a flat charge where you don't do anything. You just click it and it will give you a limited amount of your multiplier. And then the third is where like a meter is going up four times and progressively faster each time. And you have to try to get it as far to the edge as possible to get that multiplier up. And that multiplier uh, goes to your damage. It can go to your damage for your melee attack or for any of your special attacks. Using the charge uses up your FP. And when you don't have any more, you can't charge anymore. You get FP back 
during battle by using action commands. So when you go to hit, if you hit at the right time, you'll get something that says like, oh, radical or good or whatever. The same thing when you're uh, defending. So it really is not a laid back sort of like, oh, it's a turn-based battle, like I'll just choose what I'm gonna do. You are very active in this battle system. And then at the end of battle, uh, once you've won, it'll show like a grading for how you did. Um, and so it shows you a grade as if it's like an arcade uh, sort of game and it'll give you a certain amount of XP uh, and it'll give you a certain amount of money. And then what is very cool, every time you're out of battle, everything resets. You're back to full health and you're back to full charges on your items. When you are not in battle, your character, who's named Marty, uh, will be walking around in sort of like a mini sandbox. Sometimes in each episode, there might be like two or three different little sandboxes that you're going to be in that you can kind of walk around in. Uh, you can walk a little faster if you press a button and jump on your hoverboard. More on that certainly in a little bit. As you're outside of battle, you're walking around and there's sort of two different circumstances. So one is just straight up downtime where you can walk around and talk to NPCs and you can get side quests from certain NPCs. One thing to note is that when you walk up to someone, uh, they'll have a dialogue box displayed. If you walk away, it'll go away. But if you stay there and you keep pressing X, it'll advance the dialogue and you have to stay there while it's happening. So uh, that can be a little finicky. Um, so just when you're trying to talk to somebody, I would take your hand off the joystick so you don't move away. And that's also important because some of these side quests uh, actually have the option to side with one person or another. If you keep talking to them, you'll side with that person. It's not something that you have to worry about. It, you'll know right away. Like the dialogue box will then start to gray out and he'll say like, hey, if I keep talking to this person, I will choose their side. So you, you certainly have uh, more than enough notice. When you're in an enemy area, you'll see the enemies walking around on screen. So there's no random encounters, which is very cool. So you can avoid certain enemies, but there will be some that you have to. What's also cool is when you're walking around outside a battle, there are arrows that are sort of directing you where to go. So the red arrow is always gonna be the main quest, but you can choose different side quests to follow, um, and those will be in blue arrows. And then you have the menu, um, which is a Trapper Keeper. And on the outside of the Trapper Keeper, you have a cover and you have your stickers. Now the cover you can change periodically and it'll give you just a standard bonus like health plus five or defense plus two. The stickers you can switch in and out and those are what at the beginning of the battle you're scratching off. As you progress through the game, you're gonna get more stickers and, and stuff like that. They'll have better bonuses, but they'll also have higher difficulty. And what that means is how long it takes to scratch them off. Inside the Trapper Keeper, uh, you have options to save, um, you have your stats, and you can access and track different quests. So you can actually switch over which one you want to track. Um, and I think that'll change the color of the arrow to red for that quest. Um, you also have your battle items here, which you can equip five of, and you can change them in and out. Again, there's a lot of variety here, and each item is going to display power, speed, and accuracy. So there's a lot of strategy depending on the battle. When you level up, um, you can choose a stat to boost. So uh, often it's going to give you the option between two different stats. 
So it'll say like defense or magic or strength or accuracy, and you have to choose one of them to kind of boost there. In between episodes, uh, everything carries over. So once you finish an episode, all the items that you got, all the stickers that you found, stuff like that, um, it'll carry over. So you don't have to worry about that. If you want, you can jump back to previous episodes and go through battles or get higher rankings or, or scores and, and stuff like that. So. All right, let's talk about the vibe of this game. So if you haven't realized it by now, this game is littered with references to the 80s. And obviously the title is Saturday Morning RPG, and so it does take a lot from Saturday Morning cartoons, uh, but there's so much more that it pulls from pop culture, uh, comedy, movies, anything that you can think of, whether it's plot points or, or character dialogue, and it's so fun to realize it. Um, and they do it so well without actually like stating what it is or whether that's for licensing or, or whatever. Just an FYI, I was born in 1990, so I don't want to hear, well, you don't know you weren't an 80s baby. I feel that I look back on a lot of different things and, and culture myself that way. But if you are anyone born in the 80s or you know mid-70s, this game is going to just make you smile over and over again. And there are a lot of specific things, like obviously Marty's the main character. Marty has a hoverboard, uh, so that's straight out of Back to the Future. There is a character that is a rock, and his name is Chris. And I'll just leave it at that. It's so crazy. Uh, and it bleeds all the way into like battle items. Uh, like One of the battle items is a CD. Um, one of them is quite clearly a transformer. And when you use it, uh, like an 18-wheeler comes in and hits all the enemies. One is striped gum, and when you use it, a bunch of zebras come in. The idea of having a trapper keeper where your items are, scratch and sniff stickers. There's even a Christmas episode. One of the episodes is a Christmas episode, and it, there's just so much heart in this game. So many times I just smiled. Uh, from a visual standpoint, it's interesting how things are displayed. All the characters are 8-bit sprites, but the environment behind them is like a lot more rendered. So it's almost like these little paper figures kind of walking around it's kind of interesting it reminds me of uh, paper mario uh, it's very colorful and the visuals for battle are very interesting um, i think it's pretty easy to figure out the action commands just based on uh, visuals but that may be tough if you're not used to it in terms of sound i'm trying to play some of the soundtrack in here beautiful beautiful soundtrack that really just captures the mood and the theme um, and this soundtrack was by vince decola who, if you don't know, actually did the soundtrack for the original Transformers movie, uh, the animated movie. Um, so this is like right out of, right out of the 80s. He's he's bringing this soundtrack from. let's wrap up the conversation about Saturday Morning RPG. This is nothing but nostalgia. An incredible depth of lore in the game. Uh, things that get recalled constantly. Uh, the dialogue is very simple, very fun, very funny. 
Um, there's a lot of different strategy you can use with the battle system, with your stickers, with your trapper, keeper cover, all that kind of stuff. Some of the battles can be tough, but I still think it's the ease of knowing that everything resets. You don't have to worry about getting health back and stuff like that. Um, so there's not a lot of grind. Again, if you're born before 1990, I know I can't say that about myself, or have any appreciation for 80s pop culture, you have to play this game. Absolutely buy this game. I would pay $20 for it. It is certainly a worthwhile experience. It is definitely worth your time and your money. I don't think it's even going for $10. Uh, I think the MSRP may have gone down, but this game is constantly on sale, so look for it. It will make you smile repeatedly. And that'll do it for this episode. Stay tuned for our next episode to see what game we found for you.